The path to our own gold medal often starts with the smallest step right before our giant leap. It's one small step for man. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. We choose to go to the moon, not because they are easy, but because they are I have a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone's hanging in there. Got the new book out, The Focus Project. I'm going to give you snippets of it on the podcast for free. So essentially, we're giving you the audible version of the book for free. Um, And I hope it helps you out. Or maybe it's a friend that's really struggling during these challenging times to focus on the big things. It's called The Focus Project. It's available on Amazon. But again, this is my way of saying thank you. We love you. God bless. I hope this helps you out. Uh, with you listening. Let us know if this is helping you out. Other than that, every Wednesday, you're still going to get the regular podcast, the Super You podcast. So I can't thank you enough uh, for listening. And again, we love all our listeners. So I hope you're hanging in there. If you enjoy listening to this, then send a copy, send a paperback copy via Prime to that friend. Tell them you're thinking about them going, hey, you know, times are tough. I know we're isolated, but I'm really thinking about you. I thought you'd enjoy this book or you can send them the Kindle version as well. Anyways, without further ado, I hope you enjoy listening to this episode of the Super You Podcast. And today it's a little different. It's going to be a snippet from my new book, The Focus Project. Chapter one summary, the one big thing. You need to ask yourself, what's the one thing that I must do well? The grade I gave for myself this month was an A. Spoiler alert, it is one of only two A's I give during this 12-month project. So only two out of 12 months were an A. And this month started with a question that had been rattling in my brain for years. Is it possible to focus in this unfocused world? Even if it's possible, will it drive dramatic change, dramatic results? The preliminary answer from this month appears to be an emphatic yes. So my top takeaways for this month, number one, be intentional with your focus. What is my single focal point? Understanding this isn't easy to do. If it were easy, we'd already be doing it. Remember that I failed the first four times. After 19 months and on my fifth try, it finally clicked this month. Number two, dramatic focus drives dramatic results. This month propelled us to a record sales year. And number three, focused questions are the building blocks to great relationships. All right, moving on to chapter two, time management. It was difficult to contain my excitement for this month's topic, time management. Specifically, I'm going to focus on getting organized and protecting my schedule. The payoff for cleaning and organizing is seeing the immediate results, the instant return on our most important investment, time. A disheveled pile of books transforms into a neatly arranged bookshelf. Voila! Instant gratification. A messy desk appears almost new after a few minutes of decluttering. A busy calendar can be modified in moments. I was ready to attack, but I also want to avoid taking on too much. Most of us mistakenly set more as our time management goal. Managing our time better so we can do more. What I wanted to focus on was the opposite less. Do less of the little things so we can do more of the big things. Thinking about time encourages clock watching. 
which has been repeatedly shown to undermine the quality of work. We need to focus on quality over quantity when it comes to our to-dos and physical stuff. We should treat our life more like the new hard luggage versus the old soft luggage. The soft luggage allows us to always cram just one more item in. I know we've all done it. Eventually, this behavior causes the luggage to break or it no longer fits in the plane's overhead compartment. This was a metaphor for many of our overstuffed lives. Everywhere I looked seemed like an opportunity. The entire world required organizing. To help limit my scope, I would focus this month on physical organization rather than digital organization. If time allowed for some digital organization, I'd sprinkle it in here and there. Here's looking at you, seven years of family photos still on my iPhone. I know you share my plight there as well. Your list will differ, but here are my top 10 items for February. Number one, organize and reduce the number of items in my closet. Number two, clean the garage before it explodes from all the dangerous fumes. Three, tackle the filing cabinet so I can actually find last year's tax return. Four, clean the refrigerator. Your time is up, 2017 Christmas IPA. Number five, declutter my electronic graveyard drawers. We all have them. Number six, update my last will and testament to include our youngest daughter. I'm not joking. Number seven, get a Texas driver's license. Yes, I was going on six years using my Massachusetts one, so I just made a bunch of you listeners feel good that you probably had that thing on your list, whatever it might be, that I have not had a driver's license for the last six years since moving from Massachusetts to Austin, Texas. Number eight, adjust and organize the timing on the sprinklers to reduce our use of water. Number nine, purchase all my airline flights for my speaking engagements and book signings at least three months out so I can stop being crammed into the middle seat while paying $950 for a 45-minute flight. Number 10, get additional house keys made. Getting the house keys made was a surprisingly fun activity and it only took five minutes. My daughters had a blast selecting from the key designs. Rainbows, narwhals, and princesses were the winners. While it's a little embarrassing giving my neighbor a sparkling rainbow key shaped like a unicorn, the memory with my daughters is one I cherish every time we use it. Make your bed, make your life. While I knew I'd enjoy focusing on being organized, I questioned whether doing so was too indulgent. Would becoming more organized really help me achieve my bigger goals? Has the right message ever found you at the right time? This happened when I heard the University of Texas commencement address delivered by Naval Admiral William H. McRaven, the ninth commander of U.S. Special Operations Command. He stressed that little things matter, such as making your bed. If you can't do the small chore of making your bed, how do you expect to be able to achieve your big goals in life? Here's an excerpt of his speech. Every morning in basic SEAL training, my instructors, who at the time were all Vietnam veterans, would show up in my barracks room, and the first thing they would inspect was your bed. If you did it right, the corners would be square, the covers pulled tight, the pillow centered just under the headboard, and the extra blanket folded neatly at the foot of the rack. That's Navy talk for bed. It was a simple task, mundane at best, but every morning we were required to make our bed to perfection. It seemed a little ridiculous at the time, particularly in light of the fact that we're aspiring to be real warriors, tough, battle-hardened SEALs, but the wisdom of this simple act has been proven to me many times over. If you make your bed every morning, 
you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a sense of pride. It will encourage you to do another task and another and another. By the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you will never do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made, that you made, and a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. If you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. Studies support McRaven's wisdom. People who make their beds are 19% more likely to get a better night's rest than those who don't. When we feel organized, we are more relaxed. Similarly, 75% of people who sleep in fresh, clean sheets report sleeping more peacefully and comfortably than those who did not. We can also learn from Olympic long jumpers. Next time you watch the Olympics, pay close attention. Notice that a long jumper's last stride, right before her giant leap, is her shortest one, typically 25 centimeters shorter. The path to our own gold medal often starts with the smallest step right before our giant leap. Make your bed. That's it for today's clip from my new book, The Focus Project. So if you enjoyed listening, definitely go get a copy. It'd mean the world to me. It's sold on Amazon. Or you can send it as a gift to someone that you haven't been able to physically see during quarantine. It's a nice way to say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Our relationship still matters. Uh, but anyways, until next time on the Super You Podcast. Again, we're doing these clips each and every day. And then on Wednesdays, we'll have a regularly scheduled Super You Podcast. I can't thank you enough for all the support. Uh, we love you. Hopefully everything's going well for you. And until next time, remember, it's not what we take from the world. It's what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you.